are gonna be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon, and happy to have you be part of the conversation. You can always be a part of the show by calling 651-641-1071. So every episode of The Mom Show, what we do is we help you get some good information into your brain, things that maybe you were planning to look into and you didn't really have a chance. We streamline the whole momming process for you uh, through the help of our rotating panel of experts. So I am here, and I am also here with my friend from Health Foundations Birth Centers, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass. Good morning, Dr. Amy. Good morning. So, Happy New Year to you. I haven't seen you in 2019 yet, and so it's perfect to have you come in and talk to us today about New Year, New You, right? Yeah, I thought it would be a nice way to just be thinking about how to enter into 2019, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. thinking about it this time of year. Right. And sometimes you're like, it's a good time to like reset, you know, how do I kind of get on the path to uh, my personal greatness? And so we have some <laughs> tips to do that. And if you have any questions for Dr. Amy, you can call us, our producer, Sonny. We'd be happy to take your call again. It's at 651-641-1071. Now, Dr. Amy, Usually if we're, you know, I, I, I talk to people and I don't think that we necessarily have as many people doing full on resolutions anymore. It's more like just, just thinking on the concept of what can I do kind of holistically is what I feel the conversation is now. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've put a lot of thought into this this year. I've got together with some girlfriends this past week that we sat down and talked about what maybe this new year means to us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've read some articles and read some books and really what I've kind of come to the conclusion of it's more about making results Mm -hmm. instead of making resolutions. Right. Right. Because, um, I don't know. I I was reading and they said, you know, by the end of January, a third of resolutions people make are already failed. Wow. Well, my gosh, sometimes I feel like just even knowing that and hearing that and hearing like the gym, you know, people, the gym memberships explode that first week or two of January. And then you hear all the stories about, well, then nobody goes to gym by February 1st. right? Right. It already feels like you're setting yourself up for failure. Right. Even mentally to think, oh, well, I can put these resolutions into place or think about them. But sometimes I feel like we're already thinking into our future to say, yeah, but that's not going to work anyway. Right. So based upon your experience and your research, Dr. Amy, do you feel like people are just picking the wrong goal for them at the time or it's not specific enough? Why do they have that kind of failure rate? So sometimes I feel like, so I like to talk about goals. Right. A little bit more than resolutions Mm -hmm. because I think it it puts people in a little bit different of a mindset, but it also feels like we know how to do goals. Right. I don't know if we really know how to do resolutions all the time. Right. Like I want to be a better person is (laughs) a resolution. You know, that's super vague. It's not measurable. We don't have steps to get there. And so I think sometimes that's where resolutions are lacking. But I um, was reading an article, I believe it was from the New York Times, and they gave a really great acronym. It was called, they used SMART. Okay. S-M-A-R-T. And they talked about, you know, the S is specific. M is measurable, 
A is achievable, R is relevant, and T is time bound. So you don't have to remember all of that. We'll kind of be talking about it a little bit more today. Right. But really what it came down to is it's be realistic. Right. Right. About what you're wanting to do moving forward. Make sure you can measure it. Yes. Don't say like I talked in the blog this um, week about don't say I'm going to eat chicken and broccoli for the next 60 days. Right. Do you really want to do that? Exactly. And then what happens when you're not doing that? Mm-hmm. And can you do it in the first place? <laughs> I don't know. So when you think about, you know, being really realistic about setting those small steps to get to where you're going, time limited, measurable, because then you feel successful. It's right. like celebrating the little wins. Right. Right. And it's probably having a narrower window so that you can sit there and go, I just need to make it to this particular small finish line instead of going, oh, for the next, you know, for for the rest of the year, I'm only going to do this. And then going, oh, my gosh, that's a really long time. And how do you sustain those right. practices? Right. And I think, you know, a lot of people go into the new year with weight goals. Right. And that's, you know, you have a measurable piece right there. I'd like to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, 50 pounds, whatever that right. is. And you can make a little bit more stepwise to get there. But I think it's kind of like all those cartoons that we see. I showed up at the gym today. I worked out really hard for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I still look the same way I do. I'm not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Giving ourselves more of that time. So maybe we have like, a, 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 a lot of us have unrealistic expectations on these yeah. things. Or you have, you know, and not even like you, you want to achieve these things, but you kind of have a fantasy version oh, of yeah. all of these goals in your head. Absolutely. Right. So have you made a, have you thought about a goal that you want to get to this year? You know, I actually did. And I had a couple of ones that I, you know, I, I'm going, I think that this makes sense for the time period for me. Cause I mean, back to your weight thing, you know, I had lo- I had gained some weight last year. Yeah. I think I earned all those pounds and I'm actually okay <laughs> with like half of them, you know, yeah. kind of thing. I'm like, honestly, I had some body changes. And I'm like, I kind of like that much extra weight there. I'm like, it filled in some stretch marks and some things. I'm cool with that part. <laughs> and I think that as we age, it is just kind of getting accustomed to what the new you is Yeah. and going mentally, like, what can you be happy about? So I've decided that of the 20 pounds that I gained, I like 10 of them, but I need to get rid of the other 10. And so I said, okay, I'll give myself six months. Okay, you know, kinda, that's, that's super realistic. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, I can do that because it is just, you know, the things that I have to do now, it's because, you know, I, I hit an, you know another milestone age when you hit, the, I hit 45 and I've noticed that things are not sloughing off the way that they used to. Sure. So I need to figure out some, some slight changes in my diet and yeah. trying to figure out what my new schedule is now that I don't have like a nine to five or what I'm doing. And, and so it's, when do I go to the gym? How do I work out? How do I add those in? Cause it is for me just trying to be just healthy in general, Yeah, you know, and I like these things. So I like working out. And so it's just going, how can I find time? Cause I get weird busy, like so many moms out there, you know, yep. where do you put it in? You know, it's yeah. like, so I think that'll be fun. Like I'm actually kind of excited about these things. But I also think that I did, as you said, realistic, I picked things that are like, okay, put a little timer on my phone. So I'm like, if I can make sure that I'm, you know, on my spin bike for half an hour a day, just little things. I'm not yeah. trying to go, I need two hours a day to work. Well, where am I going to find two hours? Right. That's just asking myself to be miserable. Right. <laughs> so. And I think, you know, you really hit it on the head. It's, it's those, it's those small steps. So people, people have been asking me, okay, cause sure. I talk lots about health and health wise and getting back on track if you're not feeling like whatever you're back on track is. And I said, you know, actually one of the best things to start with is making sure you're drinking your water every day. Right. And everybody's Mm going to look at me like, what? (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what you came up with. <laughs> Drinking your water every day. But you know what? That would be a great first goal. Right. Because it helps you feel good when you're hydrated. You get sick less. It helps you actually lose weight. You know, it makes your skin look great. So there's all of these added benefits. But if you can just drink half your body weight in ounces every day for a month, then it's a habit or it's a it's a almost established as a habit, maybe. But then it's more like part of your routine. Then move on to the next thing. Right. And, and people shouldn't get mad at you for coming up with something that's achievable. It's like I gave you a little thing. Start with yeah. this little thing. You know, I'm not saying that you have to drop everything and all of a sudden be, you know, and I don't want to bag on CrossFit, but we're not saying that you have to like <laughs> drop everything and all of a sudden become a CrossFit junkie. Yeah. That seems a bit excessive for some people. Yeah. Um, and maybe you are not that person, but, you, you know, maybe you're going to, you know, instead go, I'm going to just drink this water, see if I feel brighter. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then to start with that, maybe you do end up with more energy, and then it'll it'll snowball. help dom. Yeah, it'll snowball into something else. But then you're also feeling successful, right? Right, and so you've made an attainable and achievable goal, and then you can move on to that next step. Maybe it's taking your vitamins every day, mm-hmm. or maybe it's an exercise goal, and you do that for one month. But I always feel like you know I listed off my health goals for the year. And then I tried to break it down a little bit more month by month, because if I say I'm going to go exercise every day, drink my water, take my vitamins, eat X, Y, and Z, all of a sudden, one, I start feeling overwhelmed, right. I think. And what happens on those days where it's just crazy, you yes. know, life gets to be bonkers. And I think that's the other piece to this is knowing that uh, I see so many women where you're going along, going along, going along. And you're doing good, and then you fall off the wagon for a day or two. Right. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm done. Yes. When really it's just you fell off the wagon, and now you just have to get back on. Yes. And then keep going. And But I think we are so hard on ourselves. Right. To say, oh, I failed. I'm a failure. Or whatever that self-talk that we have is. When it really is, well, I hit a bump in the road. And now I'm going to keep moving on. Sometimes life, life is life. That's just the way it works. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to go to our first break. And what do you want to cover when we get back, Dr. Amy? I think we'll talk a little bit about accountability partners. Perfect. All right. We are talking to Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center. We're doing New Year, New Year. You can be part of the mom show by calling us at 651-641-1071. And we'll be right back. Yes, maybe you have some lofty goals, some high hopes for yourself in the new year, and we are going to help you get to those, thanks to our friend Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass here on The Mom Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon reminding you, go ahead, call in, be part of the show at 651-641-1071. And Dr. Amy, we were talking about setting appropriate goals <laughs> as part of your new year, new you uh, guidelines, instead of going, I'm going to become an angel this year, like something that you're like, oh... Why would you do that to yourself? You know, uh-huh. I can set that, you know, set that kind of expectation and take all of the joy out of things that you might be able to achieve. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think this year it was really interesting. So I'm super fortunate, I feel like, to have an amazing group of women in my life. And um, we all have different backgrounds. You know, we all are our, our commonality as we have kids that are around the same age. Um But we all come to the table with something different and different viewpoints and outlooks and how we organize our lives and how we think about the world, right? Right. And last week, um, one of the women suggested, why don't we all just get together, have some coffee, come over to my house, and let's just talk about what the new year looks and what what, what each of us do. Like, do you set goals? Do you make resolutions? 
you journal. Right. Um, and I thought it was really cool. So a group of us got together. We all brought something to, to munch on and eat. And then we all brought to the table how each of us enter the new years. Right. And it was really eye-opening for me because I learned, I felt like, so much just about how to approach or how other people approach life, right? And looking at all of these things like goals and resolutions and relationships and how to maybe have that restart into the new year. Right. So um, so one thing that I learned coming out of um, sitting with these women were just a little bit about how each of us look at setting goals as a reset for the year. And um, some one woman in particular, she had, she thinks very linear, 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 linear. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, and had more of like an Excel sheet that was oh, really? color coded. And I thought, wow, wow, this is really cool. Very organized. Um, and, but that's really how her mind works and, and how she can see her year kind of laid out or goals or, you know, things that she hopes to accomplish. Um, we had another person come with more of more journaling. And so there was actually quite a few women who had, who had gotten some journals, all different types for the new year. Right. And that helped more guide ideas and conversations, maybe not coming out of the gate, maybe with these are my five goals for the year. Right. It more was like a daily thing of gratitude. Like, what are you grateful for? What was a win for me today? Yes. You know, what do I hope to do better tomorrow? What didn't I get done on my list that I'd like to? So it was more of a day to day look at these little steps, right? These little attainable steps. Some were much more abstract. So there were these bubbles and each bubble had um, an idea or like family or finances right. or, you know, I put in one of my bubbles, I tried this me because I think yeah. this year I really want to focus on me, which sounds funny, but a lot of times you hear, you know, if your cup is empty, you don't have anything left right. to give to others or to other people. And so, that's a little bit one of my goals this year. So I just encourage people to really just step back and kind of look and see, you know, I think sometimes we think about these goals or these resolutions and maybe we don't even write them down. Right. And that's fine. Or maybe they're stickies on our bathroom mirror that remind us every day. But it's kind of interesting to see and come up with what most resonates with you, right? Right. And I think it's great that you saw this wide variety of how people were implementing these different strategies. Yeah. And I think it is a little different. Like I have a girlfriend of mine that she's created a planner that was based on it and, and the way that she laid it out and the way that her brain works. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. I have another girlfriend that like created like her journaling thing. I'm the person that I need to gamify things. Oh, sure. And so for me, having an app that like I put things in and it gives me a little chart and I'm like, oh goodness, I got a I got a little, you know, digital award. Uh -huh. I'm that kind of basic person that I'm like, I like That's presents. Great. Yeah. And so I think it is finding because I did try that. I, you know, I did a year where I'm like, I'm going to try and, you know, use this planner and write everything out. And I didn't do that. You know, <laughs> it didn't work for me, you know, kind of thing. But I see other people be very successful with that. And I think that that's back to what you were saying is there are a variety of ways to get this done. Oh, yeah. Yes. So and just finding something that works. You hit it right on the head as you figured out what you are about. Right. Right. And so I feel like a lot of times and this was a great reminder too. I think sitting with these women was don't 
do what you think others want you to do or society is telling you to do for your goals and resolutions or how you make that happen because that again doesn't work but i feel like sometimes that's what we're basing so much of ourselves off of whether we're uh, we're you know accomplished a bu- at doing a bullet journal or whatever right. the new hotness is so i'm going yes. my brain does not work in bullet journaling no <laughs> and some Mine people do yeah. <laughs> some people do they're great at it yeah. usually my more artsy friends sure. because they can see it and it's a tangible thing and they can write all their little the, yeah. they can come in squiggly lines and have their all process that doesn't work for me sure. <laughs> i tried i'm like this seems neat didn't yeah. do it <laughs> Right. I want to add attitude to the to the conversation. Yes, producer Sonny. Um, and I say so because, I mean, you said earlier in the last break, you said you know most people have failed their resolution. I think you said by the end of January or A something third like that. Of people, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's. I think it's. I think it's important to understand. You only fail if you quit right there. Right. I think failure is so much a part of succeeding. Like if you failed, that's a good thing. It's yes. a good thing that you failed. Yeah. That means that you tried and right. to, and to fail your way up. And, <laughs> right. and that's, that's no, but I even, even yes. I, I had to learn that in the last 10 years of trying to get in the radio. Like it wasn't easy for me to get in the radio. I heard, I heard so much rejection. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like when I first started, I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. Like I'm going to get in and everybody likes me. And it's like, no, you hear, you, you're going to hear no way more than you hear. <laughs> yes. So just the attitude and understanding the process of going for something like, okay, you failed in January. That is a good sign. And Sonny and, and Dr. <laughs> Amy, I want to add to it. If you guys have seen the movie Meet the Robinsons, you know, the thing, you guys have kids. Oh, so have you yeah. seen that? And yeah. that's one of the core themes of that is that they talk about, they, they celebrate the fact that they failed yeah. because it was a learning experience. And right. that does back to what you said, yeah. Sonny, it means that you tried and it's well, like, it just, it's okay. It just yeah. tells yeah. you that one way didn't work. Right. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that, that it's not worth it. It just, it's like opening a bunch of doors. It's like, just cause that door doesn't work. Doesn't mean the other 30 isn't. Yeah. Right. You gotta keep knocking <laughs> you gotta to keep see knocking. what door is going to open. And isn't yeah. that the difference between having things be experiences versus baggage? Yeah. You know, and yeah. like, you know, there, you were it. supposed to have, you, you know, experiences and to go through and I, right. you know and be able to share things as we age and 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 change things and instead of going oh no I'm so scared that it's not going to work out right. we don't even try right. right if you if you it, what is it I think it's if you learned something you didn't lose something you didn't right. lose anything right we yeah. need to make so many t-shirts <laughs> we need to have so many just, t-shirts a, with our words of wisdom so, well, that so, help everybody in 2019. It just sounded so sad that it was like, well, they just gave up in January. It's like, well, you got you got 12 other months. You got 11 other months. I <laughs> know, to get it right? together. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> and you're right. Life is fluid. Right. I don't know. It's not. I feel like there's so many black and whites or you do it or you don't do right. it. Right. But that's right. just not a reality. Life is so much more fluid than that. And I like that analogy of all those doors because, right, you just got to keep knocking to find what door is the right door that opens. But I think that also that's that's another learning. Like even for me that I learned when I'm like, I don't really want to do this. Then you realize that. Did you really want that in the beginning? And that goes yep. to what you said. Are you setting up a goal for somebody else? or Are you setting something up that you really want? Because right. if you really want it, you're going to keep knocking. Yeah. So if you're like, I don't want this. Well, then why don't you revisit and say, is this really what I want in the first place? Or is this something that I feel like I'm supposed to go for? You know, is this an expectation that works for somebody else? And so I've now glommed it into my, you know, my little framework. Because you got to like it if you want it. Because it's not not easy getting it. You're going to hear more no's. And the only thing that keeps you through the no's is do you really, really want it? Right. And and Dr. Amy, I appreciate.
appreciated the fact you said you sat down with your friends and, you know, to be able to have that shared experience and to have other people be able to talk things through with you and go, you know, oh, I understand why that works for you or what, you know, where that might uh, place in your life. Because sometimes doesn't it just seem that, you know, every once in a while you'll talk to one of your girlfriends and they'll be there at just the right time and say it in a way (laughs) like something where you're like. Ding, ding, ding. Ah, I was, I hadn't articulated that appropriately for myself. And you said it the right way. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And otherwise gleaning and putting it all together, like even just little tidbits. Oh, this will work from this person. And oh, maybe this will work from this person. Right. Yeah. Putting that little puzzle piece together. The other piece that I thought was really interesting. So most of us were in our forties and we've got kids that are either in grade school or middle school. Um, but we did have a woman join us and she was in her late twenties. Okay. And you know, it was really interesting. We all shared a little bit about, you know, goals and where we were at in life and what that next stage is looking forward. And it was so interesting. And you'd think, Oh, of course, Amy, this is going to be different for somebody in their twenties or somebody in their forties, but it was so interesting to sit and articulate right? just how different and similar in some ways, but just how different those those outlooks were. But it also was really fun to think about me right. at that stage and in that part in my life. And so I felt like there was some realization of, oh, this is who I was and this is the things that I was dreaming of at her age. But it was also a little bit of, I think, a window into the future for her to say, wow, okay, there's all these women in their 40s who have married, kids, whatever that looks like. And a little bit of a preview that, sure, I'm not there yet, but wow, these women shared that experience of what that looks like going through the next 20 years. How did you feel also as one of the people in your 40s? Did it kind of make you look back and go, well, look at all of it accomplished? You know, I need to be better about being grateful. Right. About those sorts of things. Big and small. I mean, that is one of my goals this year is gratitude. Right. Daily gratitude, not just about the big things, but really learning about recognizing and being grateful for all the little things that happen in the day. Well, we are talking to Dr. Amy Johnson grass. We're doing a new year, new you, some tips and some strategies on how you can kind of kick the uh, kick 28, 2019 in the pants and run off. So what do you want to talk about when we get back, Dr. Amy? Um, well, we did get it to that accountability piece. So I think we're going to go back and talk a little bit about accountability. Gotcha. We'll be right back on the mom show on my talk. One Oh seven one. You're listening to The Mom Show on MyTalk 1071, also available on MyTalk1071.com. You can use the keyword Mom Show. I'm Miss Shannon. Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center is with us as well. And uh, Dr. Amy, quickly, you uh, uh, have some cool stuff coming up over at Health Foundation's Birth Center later this month, don't we? We do. So this month on January 29th, 630 at the Birth Center, we are having a skincare class for moms and daughters or sons, but Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of interest. Um, Last or this fall in November, we hosted a powerful puberty class. Mm -hmm. And so that opened up the door to lots of other topics that everybody was interested in. And this is one that was very um, front and center was moms wanted to know how to talk to daughters about kind of taking care of themselves. So one of the things we'll talk about is skincare. We'll talk a little bit about supplements that tweens and teens can be taking. Um, Really just helping your kids establish some really good habits at this age. Because this is when habits are really being formed that they will carry through with them 
um, into their lives, right. whether they maybe fall off the wagon in college or whatever, it does, they do tend to revisit that later in their life. And so helping them really establish some foundations and basics of their health, I think is really important. So we're going to, it's going to be real simple. Um, it's not going to be overwhelming, but I think it really will be helpful to start that conversation. Right. I appreciated that you brought that up last time you were on the bomb show, Dr. Amy, because it did make me go home and like, I need to find a little kid exfoliating thing for my son's <laughs> elbows. Like yes. I really, <laughs> I'm like, you need some apricot scrub. Why are your elbows so rough? I need to yeah. actively work on that. Absolutely. So there's lots of these little things. Mm-hmm. And um, I have two tweens now. Yes. Isla just turned, um, her birthday was in December and Liam's is coming up in March. Congratulations so, to both woo. of your wee ones. Yes. I know, mm-hmm. right? Um, one last year before we actually have a full-blown teenager in the house. Do you believe wow. it? I know. That's Shh. scary. I talked to my husband last night because we um, had... He surprised me with a little staycation this weekend. And so it was very lovely. And part of our conversation last night was a little bit about around this stuff. But I told him, I said, you know, I think I need to learn how to parent this age. I don't feel like I've caught up that quite yet. (laughs) Can I just, you know, not to like put everybody's business out there, but producer Asani and I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago because she has a full on uh, teen. And it is just a different methodology. It's a whole different skill set. And people like, Asani, I'm going to say what you told me because Asani says, she goes, nobody tells you how Mm -hmm. hard it is. She's like, nobody, everybody makes it sound like having a baby is difficult. The toddler. Everybody right. talking about the toddlers. Ain't nobody said nothing about the teens. <laughs> so now she's in the midst. And I'm like, oh, I had heard that from people. But I remember, because I'm the oldest one in my family, so mm. I helped raise my sisters. And I remember them being beasts. Mm. When, they, <laughs> when they were like, they were horrible. Like, my mom was kind of spoiled because I was pretty boring. I had a couple uh-huh. moments. Mm-hmm. But my sisters were full on teenage mm. girls. Just moody, Hormonal. crabby, right. Yes. And, and so it is just a different methodology than oh, what you deal with. It's gosh. like, and they just... You know, you don't look at him and go, oh, you used to be so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I look yes. at her and go, I know it's still in there. <laughs> How do I find you? <laughs> See, so you're oh. right to prepare, Dr. Amy. Oh, it's going to be a joy. <laughs> it is. I think it's a whole different skill set. And I always think, thank goodness we have babies and they're little. And it's like we grow as parents right. with our kids. But for some reason at this stage, I feel like, our kids have grown a little bit quicker than me as a parent. And I feel like I'm trying to catch up to that a little bit. Interesting. Yes. Feeling like what works, what doesn't, I don't quite have the speak down yet. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you have two, because the first one could be the guinea pig, and then you'll figure oh, it out by right? the time the younger oh, one gets there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> sees all the mistakes we're making, and she's like, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's like, I don't know if you're any good at this. Maybe uh-huh. we should replace you. I'm sure you're doing a great job, because you are working at it. And so, again, on January 29th, you can go and start uh, the process with uh, learning some skincare tips for your kiddos. Another little bonding experience for you yeah. and the family over at Health Foundation. Birth Center, and you can get the information at health-foundations.com. And I think it's helpful to say, you know, these classes have really been nice with moms and daughters because it's coming from somebody else besides mom or parent. Gotcha. Yes. And I think that that is, of course, we kind of already know this, but I think that's a really helpful key because for me to tell Liam to say, honey, we need to exfoliate your nose once a week (laughs) or wash your face every (laughs) night or whatever. Oh, mom. Right. But for somebody else to maybe say it. 
Then they're like, oh. That is so frustrating when adults, <laughs> full-grown adults come to me and go, oh, I just told Nisa if she just, you know, does it this way. And I'm looking at her like, really? I didn't say that <laughs> seven days ago? Oh, because it's wrapped up in a pretty little stranger package. Now it's cool. <laughs> but now we need that back to what we're about to move into is accountability. But that also means having additional people and resources in your yes. te- on your yeah. team. Yeah. So maybe that's what we need to do from now on because my girlfriend does that with me. Sometimes mm-hmm. she goes, please, like she has a teenage daughter mm-hmm. who for some reason, because she and I have like similar tastes and like anime or something like mm-hmm. that. When in doubt, she'll have, she's like, well, ask Shannon then. Yeah, you know yeah. what do you think Shanna's gonna do? Yeah. You know, and yeah. so she'll like, she'll text me every once in a while because now they use it against each other because uh-huh. she'll go, "Really, mom? You said no? Well, ask Shannon if she, she'd let me do it." <laughs> and then I got to text her. I'm like, "Great idea, but no, you shouldn't do that either." <laughs> but it does make a difference sometimes just yeah. to have somebody that's a. Um, because it's you know there's always that one degree of separation if you have somebody that's a mentor uh-huh. to your kid versus the actual parent. So sometimes it's, you might as well use that to your benefit. I have such a funny. I think it's a funny story. Yes. So we've been working with Liam over the summer summer about frequent showering, but yes. really remembering to put on deodorant. Yes. It's the age, right? Yes. It was a good struggle. You know? <laughs> right. We tried, and mm-hmm. then he started school, so he started middle school. And they have a demerit system at school. And so one of his teachers said, if you don't wear deodorant to the whole class, not just Liam. <laughs> they didn't like, oh, here's the cone of shame for you and your deodorant, Liam. No, it was everybody. It was That's everybody, fair. right? Because yes. everybody at this They're age is that stinky, age, right? right? Yes. <laughs> that no deodorant equals a demerit. Well done. Which I don't really know if that was like full on for reals or if that's Liam's perception of what's going whatever it worked <laughs> okay and you know what he has not forgotten deodorant in the morning since and that started you know school started the end of August I'm like seriously <laughs> seriously <laughs> The power of as Sonny put it, that wrap it up in a stranger package and whatever it works. I don't so care. So that was the oddest accountability partner I've ever thought about <laughs> trying to get my son to wear deodorant every day. Uh, but, you know, I do think, you know, we hear that it's, you know, once you speak it to someone else, there's somebody that can you know, that can, you know, you can touch base with and and trying to have that community that can help you get to some of your goals. Yeah. You hear that all the time. And, you know, for me, you know, personally, it really has worked like having somebody. My girlfriend, she's my virtual workout partner. We yeah. don't meet up, but we text each other every day. Hey, what are you doing today? Did you make it to this? Yeah. And you can, you know, it's what the thing is that you're not lying to anybody but yourself. So yeah. if I go, oh, yeah, I did. And I didn't. <laughs> I'm lying to me. Why would I lie? You yeah. know, kind of thing. She's not going to berate me over it, but she's just reminding me. And I'm going, hey, what did your workout look like today? Yeah. And if I didn't get to it, I didn't get to it. But at least there was somebody to talk to about it. Oh, yeah. I think it's huge. I'm the same way. We um, There's a group of women who does bar or yes. they have for this last year of my friends. And they've invited me here and there. You know, Amy, why don't you join us? Why don't you join us? No, no, I'm not a morning person. Right. They get up at 530 to Ouch. get to a six o'clock class. Yeah, I couldn't do that. either. Kudos to them. Yeah. Then this fall, one of the ladies said, I'm just going to pick you up tomorrow morning. Oh, OK. I'll, I'll be outside your house. Be ready. It's, <laughs> you know, 555. I'll be there. Ouch. OK. OK. I can do that for a day. Mm-hmm. She's like, just just show up once. So that was back in October, November, and she still picks me up nice. four days a week. Okay. And I joke a little bit about, you know, her having to come pick me up at my house and knowing that she'll just be there <laughs> <laughs> and probably start honking if I don't come out. I'm sure our neighbors would love that. But 
you know, it took that level of accountability for me to right. start being consistent with exercising. Now, you know, I joke about her coming to pick me up. Now, this last couple of weeks, I've started driving myself. Right. But look how long that took. Yeah. And that accountability that I needed from somebody. And I always say, you know, another thing that I have talked to a lot of women about that is another one of kind of my goals. My goals are not like these earth shattering I think on the on my piece of paper, as I was just kind of mind dumping ideas, it was just show up. Yes. You know, a lot of times if we just show up to life, amazing things happen and we meet people or all of these great things. And so that was that was something I've thought a lot about is just showing up. And so for me, it's just showing up to this exercise class. And some days it's great and I'm ready to go. And some days I just showed up right. and I moved my body. At least you were there. And I was there. Right. Um, but and yeah, having just showing those, up to life and having those accountability partners too. I think that having that shared experience, yep. I enjoy just the experience. So sometimes it is just a, that's a little more time that you get to spend with one of your girlfriends. Yes. It's like, okay, we're in the car together. We get to chat and then we'll see each other at the class. Yeah. That's important as well as being able to, as you said, fill that cup again with that interaction. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. I can't believe how my start of the day has been so different because for us, then once I get home, I actually have about 30 minutes before anybody else in my household is up. Okay. I never thought I would love that. Mm, yes. Wow. I am smiling in the morning. <laughs> I might even be singing. There might be some music on. And I will tell you 100%, I am not a morning person, but there's been this shift and I feel like it, it, at least hopeful, I'm hopeful that our mornings will go better. Yes. Because mornings with kids sometimes are just stressful. Right. Period. Just trying to get even the minor things, at least in our household, done and out the door. And so that helps a little bit. Right. So you have a little bit of time to make your fancy coffee. You yeah. You know, things like just a little time to yourself and kind yeah. of just reset. Yep. I think a lot of times, like, I, I like that you had mentioned that you're not a morning person. And <laughs> what I've learned, because I had, I worked, like, super morning show for a long time. And so I realized, like, with my basic circadian rhythm, I can be awake in the morning. You can, But yes. do I want to be <laughs> thinking about anything difficult? Uh-huh. Not if left to my own devices. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm fine being awake. Right. But I don't want to have to be cognizant really (laughs) i want to meander and putz around a little bit and kind of chill i get that so i think that there's ways that you can push yourself to be more of a whatever rhythm you have to be but do you really want to have to think hard maybe not you know so right go and go with whatever works for you so and i think you know we talk a lot about accountability as as physical people but there's lots of other ways of accountability so you know we live in a digital age there's lots of apps that remind you of these things that if you want to have goals for. So my watch reminded me of something the other day and I did it and I pressed the button and the screen showed me back. Good job. <laughs> I know. It was like, yay, you did your little win right now. Right. Oddly enough, I felt really good about yes. that. Yes. <laughs> I told you that's how I live. I'm like, I like little rewards. You know, yeah. kind of thing. I like setting like if I set, I, you know, on my on my my Google Fit, my little calendar. Yeah. I like that. I'm like, oh, look, there's a little, you know, you get a little like the circle, like colors. Out. I'm like, oh, look how done. And it's like, hey, you got all your points this week. I'm like, good job, Miss Shannon. Good job. Yes. So I think that that's fair. You I know? do think it's fair. <laughs> and it's sometimes things that are even just little and important to you, but you don't want to have to share with other people. But there's that accountability still there's that reward there's that feeling good about yourself there's that success instead of all this other negative stuff i feel like right Right. now that we 
so much is a part of our lives anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. we are going to continue the conversation of New Year, New Year, near New Year, New You, courtesy of Dr. Amy Johnson Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center. We'll be right back here on the Mom Show. We're here on the Mom Show on My Talk 1071. Also available online at MyTalk1071.com. Use the keyword Mom Show. I'm Ms. Shannon. Dr. Amy Johnson Grass is with us from Health Foundations Birth Centers. I remind you that their website is health-foundations.com. Get all that information there. We're talking about New Year. New you. Some mm-hmm. tips to kind of let's kick off 2019, setting goals, having realistic goals, setting up some accountability partners. And now what do we want to talk about next? I think it's always important to talk a little bit about emotional growth. Uh-huh. You know, we talk a lot about the physical body, eating healthy, exercising. But I don't know if really a lot of times people think about that emotional health piece. Right. I think as a society, we um, tend to sweep a lot of that to the side, under the rug, I'll be better, I'm doing fine, I can put a smile on my face, yes. my Facebook page looks great, Right. I'm winning. Everything should be shiny and golden. Yes. Mm-hmm. When the reality is all of us have emotions. Right. And, you know, like we talked about, life is life and not everything is perfect. We all have our own struggles. And so I think sometimes really just honoring that emotional piece and even just recognizing it sometimes is a great first step. Um, I don't have all the answers what fix it means. Right. Right. I think that's so individual for every person. But if you're struggling, if there's emotions that are really tough for you, if you've had some really difficult situations, if you have lots of negative self-talk, I mean, there's the whole spectrum, right? Of what right. emotions mean and emotional health means. Um to I really encourage people to take that first step, whatever that means for you, to start exploring what that is. Because there are lots of ways out there and we don't necessarily say go immediately. Everybody doesn't necessarily need a counselor or a therapist, but maybe you just need like for me, there's an app that I use that sends me little motivational things you know, yeah. every day. And it was a, a girlfriend had suggested it to me and like sent me the link and you there were different goals you could set. And I was like, you know what? I need more confidence. I'm going to work on my confidence for a year. Yeah. And so to have this thing every day, send me a little text message with little tidbits on things that you can work on. I, I thought that that really did help me make progress instead of just swallowing all those emotions and going, I don't know, I'm not going to feel anything right now. I'm too busy. Yeah, <laughs> like, so true. Mm-hmm. And I think we put so much under the umbrella of stress. Yes. And I've, that's kind of been the catch all, I think, for so many people for so long that all of these things or feelings or emotions, we just say it's stress. Right. And then we say, OK, I need to decrease my stress. I have found very few people who are actually good at that without some sort of a stepwise plan to right. actually make that happen. And, you know, so these apps, I think, are a really nice place to start, which mm-hmm. sounds kind of funny, but it's I think it's really true and it's accessible to most people. Right. Whether it's like you mentioned, the positivity that you had, that mm-hmm. reminder every day. I know we, you know, we have incorporated um, a meditation app for our kids. Yes. That I talk every once in a while about that has really, I think, I am just shocked how much it's changed. Um, some of the emotional piece for my kids. Right. And um, it's simple. It's something that takes five to seven minutes in the evening. And so that was fairly easy to incorporate and to come up with. Right. 
you know, and I, I'm putting mm-hmm. come up with here in the studio in quotes <laughs> because there are many times that I even can recognize or see or notice things that I can change for this emotional health for me or my family. But then it's that coming up with what that looks like to make a change. Right. I don't always know what that is. Where's the time? Where's, you know, what's the mechanism? And, and, you know, sometimes you probably have to try a couple of different things. Yes. See, are you going to be able to keep doing this? Does it really make a difference? Yep. I think that's true. Again, it's knocking on all those doors. Right. Seeing which one opens. Right. It's not that I'm going to try this. This is supposed to work. This doesn't work. Okay, then I'm not going to do anything. And I think that it's, it's, okay to go through the process like I'm like well maybe we'll do you know my son and I were trying to change our, our routine in the evening so I'm like okay I'm not a yoga person I'm like I'm not going to get him to do yoga per- yep. person but maybe we can do Tai Chi you yeah. know kind of thing so I started yeah I started easy I just found some videos on YouTube yeah you know kind of thing I'm like we'll try this you know we did that for a little while and it didn't seem to be working the right way and then you had mentioned the meditation apps I found some of those yeah you know kind of thing and so we probably use them a little differently than the way they would ideally be used but they work for us yeah you know and that's really just how do you wedge it in to make it work for right you. and i talk to my you know i've i talk about my kids getting a little bit older and i'm starting to have these conversations with liam who will be 12 here pretty soon about emotional health because mm-hmm. you know at this age especially i feel like i get a lot of pushback about some of those things right but the other day I was talking to Liam and I'm like, you know, we talk about our physical health. So we talk about being healthy, eating healthy foods, exercising. He takes vitamins every day. I said, you know, it's not any different for our emotional health, right? That we've got to think about how we can make that healthy too. Right. And so we've been talking a little bit more about it that way versus, um, I don't know. I don't know how we really learned about it growing up, but it wasn't right. positive. I will just, I'll just say that. Right. <laughs> I feel like we, a lot of times they, you know, you get the kind of like, you know, rub some dirt on it and walk it off like yeah. mentality about our emotions where it's like, you'll be fine. Just power through it yeah. instead of, you know, what I've been trying to work with my son is like having that more like that little releases of, of pressure kind uh-huh. of thing so that we don't get so uh, so it doesn't bottle up to the point that then it's so explosive. Right. It's like, you're okay. To, like, here's a little feel. You can feel that. It's all right. Yep. You're allowed, allowed to be upset. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed. All these things are fine. You know, it's better yeah. than just going, suck it up, suck it up, suck it up. And then explosion yeah. <laughs> of emotions. And now we're fighting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, yeah. So I, you know, for kids, it's teaching them. I think that's fabulous because it's, teaching them just about just as much about their emotional health as we do about everything else. Right. Right. And I think that piece, um, it's just historically not something that people really think about, I think, in the parenting world. Why do you think that that is like, was it something like there's been a, a, a societal change, you know, or in where we're like, OK, this is a conversation that we should have. You know, what was it different for our parents and why it didn't come up? Don't you, I think it was a stigma. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I think their stigma is still there because I hear I hear about it from women all the time who come in to the birth center who are really struggling emotionally, whether it's postpartum depression or maybe they have anxiety or um, just not feeling good about themselves or their lives or whatever that looks like. There's still a stigma around I'm not bright and shiny. Right. I must not be doing something right because I feel this way. Right. And I feel like that has really stemmed historically how that emotional health piece looks. 
And now it's kind of like breaking the ceiling on all the emotional pieces. I feel like the last maybe handful of years where people are starting to talk about it more. Maybe there's not such a stigma around counseling or therapy or emotional health or whatever that looks like. So hopefully we're breaking into a new era. But, you know, part of me thinks everybody should be seeing a therapist Mm -hmm. because when you think about it, it's that person who's not directly involved in your life, who has a little bit of an objective perspective or who's just there to listen. Right. Because that's sometimes all we need is somebody there to listen and not judge. And um, one of the things that you say quite often is like, it's the same thing as finding the right doctor, the right person finding. Sometimes I think you start with a therapist and you go, well, maybe this didn't work. It didn't work. And it's like, well, maybe you just need to find somebody that communicates with you the right way. So you try again and you find somebody else. Yes. And I really want to put that out there, whether it's a healthcare provider, a therapist, whoever that person is. But especially with therapy, since it is a very personal, emotional connection that you're sharing, that you're having with that person, it's not one and done. Right. So if you don't, if you go to those appointments and that person isn't your person, Don't think that that's the end of your journey. It's really, okay, I need to put my bootstraps on (laughs) and try somebody else. But, you know, honestly, I think sometimes we find the best people for us when we ask our friends. Right. But then it's feeling comfortable enough to say, hey, this is what I'm looking for in my life. It's you. I can almost guarantee how amazed women would be if they talked about this a little bit more right? with their friends, um, how much they would find that there's others who are struggling just like them. Right. And to be just to acknowledge that it's okay to not be okay some days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just sit with that for a minute. It's totally. It's okay not to be okay sometimes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I, you know, I get it, especially if you're the one in your friend group that's just used to being the the happy one. Uh-huh. It's hard to sit there and go, well, things didn't work out today. Yeah. You know, I'm not feeling it, you know, yeah. and to have those people that you can trust and go, I don't have to have this facade yeah. around. It's well, that Facebook. <laughs> yes. Facebook and social media that makes you think that everything has to be perfect. Right. But then it's the opposite. Like people really look at you like, why is everything so bad with you? And like, well, I don't, what do you want me to say? You this know, is, yeah. this is called life. Right? <laughs> life is happening to me today. I know it happens to you some days. <laughs> so I'm just sharing life. I'm just sharing life. And we want to remind everybody, uh, you do have that great event coming up on January 29th. Yep. Okay. And so tell everybody again what that one is before we wrap up. Yep. January 29th, 630. Come and learn a little bit about self-care with teens and tweens. It's a mom, daughter, or parent son, whatever that looks like for you, come share. Um, it'll be lots of good information and great ways to help your kids build those foundations. And if you're just looking at a look for a place to start on anything that we talked about today on the mom show, you can always get in contact with the folks over at Health Foundations Birth Center. Absolutely. You guys are a fantastic resource for just finding community, you yes. know, for 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 women and, and wellness and all of those things that we've talked about today. Absolutely. So we encourage them to go to Health Foundations, health-foundations.com. Yep. And so don't forget, we've got moms groups. We've got breastfeeding groups. We do bring in speakers. We have events fairly often throughout the year. So especially in these winter months, if you're a mom and you're looking to connect with other moms, come visit us at our moms groups on Thursdays. Well, we appreciate you joining us again today, Dr. Amy. We will see you next time here on The Mom Show.